All right, because I move around, I don't stand still. Oh, hi. <laughs> so, when I was in third grade, my, I found out that my uh, grandmother and grandfather were actually literally the clan leaders of their tribe in Nigeria. So they were literally the kings and queen, the king and queen of their tribe. So right now, like most of my friends don't even know this about me. So, cause I got really, really excited cause I was a third grade girl. And I was like, oh my God, mom, that means you're a princess. And if you're a princess, <laughs> that means I'm a princess too. So, yeah. So I go to school the next day and I'm like, I'm a princess and you're not. I'm a princess and you're not. I'm a princess, guess what you're not? <laughs> a princess. And so like, you know, naturally some of the other girls got upset because I mean, that's fair, right? That's fair for them. Um, and so my, my uh, third grade teacher told me that I had to stop saying that to people. <laughs> And she's, and I was like, well, but it's true, it's true. Like, I'm, I'm just speaking the truth. I'm not, like, I'm not, this is a thing. They're not princesses, and I am. <laughs> so then my teacher says to me, no, honey, parents just call their daughters princesses. It doesn't mean you're actually a princess. Yeah. Yeah. So here's this woman who knows nothing, really not that much about me, right? I mean, she's my teacher, and... She sees me every day in school, but she doesn't know that much about my family. She doesn't know that much about where I come from, but she's already decided that, like, you know, that does not compute things. She was like, this can't possibly be true, right? Yeah. So the thing is, right, this is how we organize information as humans. We get this information that we hear, we put it into stories, and it's actually really convenient because then when we meet someone new, we're like, oh, you're from Maine. Okay, like, you probably like L.L. Bean, right? Because everyone I know from Maine likes L.L. Bean. <laughs> You guys, I just bought my first LLB item like <laughs> like a month ago. So this is real. So yeah, so um, it's really it's it's you know it's it's a it's helpful to do this to organize information and to group it. But what that means is we all hold biases, right? That's not a bad thing. I think people hear the word bias and they're like, oh right, oh I'm awful. I have a bias. And that's not what I don't, that's not what I'm here to do, right? We all have, we all have them. There's not a single person in this room. There's not a single person in Portland. There's not a single person in this world that has escaped that. And so I'm not telling you to like fight that. But what that means is that we have to recognize, at least as far as I'm concerned, that we can't truly see anybody else's story. We have to have them tell it to us. And we have to be able to hear it and listen to it. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story. As you can tell, I'm a black woman. <laughs> that part's a little obvious. Um, the thing that you can't tell is that I'm actually uh, the, the daughter of African immigrants. You know that because it's part of my story, remember? But, but you, most people don't know that when they see me. Um, but it's important. It actually is really important because it says a lot about the way that I move through space. It says a lot about the way that I interact with people, right? It's a culture. It's a culture that exists within me. It also is a culture and a thing about me that makes me often different than everyone around me. I have grown up in a lot of spaces. I was born in the Midwest, and then I moved to Cambridge, Massachusetts, land of Harvard, right? And then I moved to Maine. <laughs> I uh, work in book publishing. Um, and I am a yoga teacher. 
not many spaces where you come across African women, you know, so or first generation American women. So I'm often in spaces where it's really, really obvious, like visually obvious, that I'm different than the people around me. So what they do when they see me is they see different. They see that I'm different. And then they're wondering, okay, well, what's the story? How did this person get here? Do they really belong? So I spend a lot of time in spaces that I exist in knowing, or at least thinking, that everybody around me is wondering, do I belong? So that means that not a lot of people are spending a lot of time telling me that I do. And when you move through life, most of your life, in this way, where people aren't often telling you that you belong and, and you fit in, you, one thing that you do learn is you learn how to love yourself. You learn how to tell yourself that story. So I have learned that it's really important for me to tell myself, yes, I deserve to be here. Yes, I belong here. So I was talking to Lael, because she said it's a journey. It is a journey to get here. Um, and one of the things we were talking about is women deserve the right to decide the path that their body takes. And she was like, it's our kingdom. And I was like, no, queendom. And I'm actually not even someone like, I'm like, gender binary does not exist. Everybody is partially man and partially female. And we all have the, the Shiva and the Shakti. Where are you? The Shiva and the Shakti within us. So, you know, I, I, it actually surprised me <laughs> that I said that myself. Uh, but, but it's true, right? So we get to decide how we, take, how we move through the world. Um, so I'm going to check my notes really quickly. <laughs> Yeah, so one of the things that happens if you are a woman who decides that you, that you get to pick how you move for the world is people will say things about you. Um, I've had people tell me that I take no nonsense. I've had people tell me that I'm sassy, and I'm not going to get into the politics of calling a black woman a sassy black woman. We'll leave that for another time. But I will say that I take no nonsense because I don't have time for it. I am literally busy. Like, if you would like to open my calendar, I am literally busy. And I'm also emotionally busy. I'm really tired, honestly. I'm, I just don't have, I don't have the energy for it. Um, so I'm really, I, I am an introvert, but I do enjoy talking to new people. I do enjoy meeting people. I put myself in front of people all the time. But what inevitably happens is there becomes a point when I am no longer um, being nice. I'm no longer being, uh, being it's no longer a, a conversation between us. And what's sort of happening is I am making myself smaller and putting their needs above my own. Because what happens in that conversation is what someone needs is for whatever, whatever. Like, you know, we all come with our own stuff. So whatever they need to get out of that, they, they bring that. Um, but sometimes I can tell that what they're, I'm not getting the same thing out of that conversation that they're getting out of it. And when that happens and when I see that happen, I, I need to leave that. And so I, I do. <laughs> Um, and I don't, I don't blame people, right? Like we often are taught, especially as women, that what we need to do is get validation from other people. We need people to see us. We need other people to see us and tell us that they see us and tell us that we're okay. Literally, right? So the moment you're born, you are handed, you're wrapped up and you're weighed and you're handed to your parents and then they also give your parents a chart that says this is their height and this is their weight and they fit within it. And you're constantly tracked your whole life. 
you're tracked when you go through school, you have your rubrics and your grades and where you're supposed to be, and um, you are always being held against some sort of standard of where you're supposed to be. And I've always been okay with that because I've always been someone who actually told myself a story like, well, they think that this is where I'm gonna be, I'll tell them I'll do better. And so I've always kind of like done really well at school and I've like kind of felt like I've exceeded people's expectations and secretly it's probably because like that one time that I was bad at that sport, I just quit it and I was like, I didn't like soccer anyway. But, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, whatever. But, um, so, but then I, you know, you go through school and then you finish school at some point and all of a sudden you don't have that. And for someone who spent their entire life telling them that, telling themselves, right? I told myself that my, what I'm going to do is exceed people's expectations of me. When I no longer had expectations, I had no clue what to do. I was lost. And so I'm not gonna go through like this whole like, oh, I found myself, I want to, I didn't hike the Pacific Crest Trail, like I didn't do that. I don't have this like big like wild story. Um, but I, I did kind of take some time to dive down in. And if you're someone who knows anything about astrology, I just recently entered my Saturn return. And so if you don't know anything about it, about astrology, just know that your Saturn return is like, it's just a mess. <laughs> like, you're like, what's happening? I don't know. And it was like, one of my friends was like, oh, this is your Saturn return. Because I, <laughs> because I was like, nothing's going right. Like my job sucks. Like my, the relationship that I was in at the time, like a couple years ago, like sucked and like everything. I was like, it's not, nothing's happening the way I want it to happen. And so I, I had to kind of dive back to this, like, all right, I love myself. I know what I need. I can feel it in myself, what I truly need and what I truly want. And so I need to let that be my guide. So I started shedding things. I let so much go. I let my job go. I work at a different job now. I live in a different place. I'm in a different relationship now. I work in different places now. My body literally is a different shape now. Like there's so much that has changed since about like, like a year and a half ago or maybe two years ago. Um, I'm a very different person. And that's, could be like, you know, sometimes you meet people and they're like, I don't know you anymore. But it's like, but it's, but that's a good thing, right? Because this is really me. This is who I am now. Um, this is who I probably always wanted to be and probably always should have been. And I'm feeling really good about it. So, <laughs> so to get back to that idea of like, my queendom. Remember like in The Lion King when he holds him up and he's like, everything that the light shines on. <laughs> this is your, this is where we go and when the dark goes, we don't go. I went into the darkness first of all, but then this is where my, this is it. This is my queendom. This is my everything that the light shines on. This is what it is for me. 